Shortly before dusk, on the 16th of April 1917, three Englishmen could be seen loitering in the shadows of Finlyansky Station in the Russian city of Petrograd. They were not spies, at least not yet. But they had all been drawn to the station for the same reason. They had been informed that something unusual and possibly dangerous was due to happen that very evening and they wanted to be there to witness it. They had already been waiting several hours, for the train they were hoping to meet was running extremely late. When it at last pulled alongside the platform, it let out a valedictory hiss of steam, as if to remind passengers of its tiresome trek across northern Russia. Then the carriage doors started to bang open as the passengers flung them against the side of the train. From one of these doors emerged a most peculiar-looking individual. His beard was clipped to a sharp point, and his protruding forehead was accentuated by his felt Homburg. In the gloom of a Petrograd twilight, he had the air of a Scandinavian goblin. This newly-arrived stranger looked from left to right as his beady eyes adjusted themselves to the darkness. The long years of war meant that only a few of the station's gaslights were working. As he called to his comrades who were still on the train, there was the loud snap of a carbide lamp. Suddenly, dramatically, the station's shadows were cut through by a thick shaft of light. The mystery figure was bathed from head to foot in dazzling brightness. It was a scene of operatic grandeur, or so it seemed to the small group that had gathered on the station concourse. As a hastily assembled band pumped out the Marseillaise, Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov, better known as Lenin, turned to acknowledge the crowd. He was returning to Russia after ten years in exile. The group of armed revolutionaries who had gathered to greet Lenin unfurled their red and gold banners and shone more of their lights onto their beloved leader. As they did so, Lenin clambered onto the bonnet of an armored car and made his first historic address on Russian soil. He declared that the political turmoil afflicting Russia was no local affair. It was the beginning of a worldwide revolution that was certain to engulf the democracies of Western Europe and North America. Dear comrades, soldiers, sailors, and workers, I greet you as the vanguard of the worldwide proletarian army. Lenin's opening words prompted a wild fanfare from his supporters. As the cheering increased in volume, he launched into a fiery and uncompromising speech, promising to unleash a civil war throughout Europe that would rip the continent apart. Long live the worldwide socialist revolution! Lenin was entirely ignorant of the fact that his arrival was being monitored by three Englishmen. One of these men was Arthur Ransom, a journalist with the Daily News. Ransom was not impressed by this bald-headed revolutionary with his outdated clothes and caustic tongue. He did not even mention Lenin in that evening's dispatches. Paul Dukes, a courier working for the British Embassy, 
was similarly underwhelmed. He described Lenin as a little man with Asiatic features who was totally unknown to the general populace. Yet there was something about Lenin's turn of phrase that grabbed his attention. It was gripping, magnetic even, and he was sufficiently disturbed by his gospel of world revolution to send a warning to the Foreign Office in London. His telegram was widely treated as a joke. Some of my colleagues laughed, said Dukes. They poo-pooed the idea of Lenin's having any significance. The third in the trio of Englishmen at the station, William Gibson, left the fullest account of Lenin's arrival. An ugly bald man below medium height, with eyes like daggers, he regarded the crowd with an indescribable look of insolent mastery. Gibson watched in appalled fascination as Lenin commanded silence with a flick of his hand. Everyone instantly obeyed.